What Apple is doing is dead wrong, and hopefully they will realize that. Welcome to the Social Marketing Hour. My name is Jimmy, and I'm the Associate Creative Director for Manuel Suarez here at AGM. Hit subscribe to get exclusive interviews with Manuel and special guests each week on the Social Marketing Hour. This week's episode title is How to Conquer the iOS 14 Changes. The iOS 14 update that Apple first announced in June 2020 is beginning to happen now. And as it rolls out, this change will be shifting the landscape of online marketing, especially when it comes to Facebook marketing. In this podcast, we will go over the upcoming changes and give a brief overview of five things that will help you adapt to these changes. Check it out. Okay, Jorge, we are live now. Live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Woo! Let's talk about... Welcome, welcome. Positivity, all right? Or we're going to make it all dark, doom and gloom. Might and start dark and then we'll go positive. All right, <laughs> I think we might have to add some elements of darkness because there is some darkness to this. Yeah. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. All right, iOS changes. Everybody has been talking about them and everybody's panicking and we want to give you guys what we know that uh it's going to be important things to take action at and also what is the what they like to say i know my daughter is saying that uh, what's what? the t <laughs> what's the t that's right used you, to be what's the scoop used to be what's the scoop right <laughs> yeah so now i don't know how they came about with those things but that's how she said papa what's the t what's going on papa <laughs> what What's the scoop? You know, come on, give me the scoop. I know. So what is the T in regards to iOS 14 and these upcoming changes? And how is it going to affect you as a small business, you as a marketer, and what actions do you need to take? That's what it's all about. We're also doing this for ourselves. When Jorge puts this training together, it's because we want to make sure that we implement it in our accounts. And uh, we want to make sure that we uh, are able to keep our clients uh, getting results and our own brands getting results along the way. So thank you for being here, guys. Thank you for being here on Facebook, on YouTube. If you guys are on podcast, thank you very much for joining on the podcast to listen in about these changes and how to get yourself prepared. Because if you're prepared, you can probably come out on the end as uh, a winner in this particular uh, world because most people are not going to get prepared. That's the way it works. Yeah, most people are just uh, reactive instead of being proactive. So we're going to go over what we know as uh, as of now, what are all the changes that are rolling out and then, you know, how's how is it going to affect us? And then uh, we have some ideas of what you can do to get ready, get prepared to as much as we know that we can uh, things that um, Facebook is saying to do to be ready. And um, yeah, we're going to go through that in some of these slides. So let's make it a great hour. We're going to only be talking about that. <laughs> if you guys have questions, comments, if you guys have anything that you want us to cover, please go ahead and uh, speak out, uh, whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube, we're going to be checking messages on both sides. So let's get started where you want to take the stage and tell them what these changes are all about and why they should be panicking. Okay, so let's get started. Um, first of all, back in June is when Apple announced uh, a lot of these changes will be rolling out. Uh, we weren't sure when exactly these things were gonna be rolling out, but as of right now, it looks like the last that they said is should be happening now. Actually, didn't you get an update on, uh, you updated your iOS and- I updated, I didn't update my iOS, I'm terrified, <laughs> but uh, I, I know I got a notification yesterday and uh, did you get the screenshot of that? No. We didn't pass it? Okay, good. So I'll tell you what it says because uh, it's it's the wording of it that I got on the update. Uh, if you guys are iOS uh, users, if you don't have an Android, 
then you might have seen that I, uh, iOS always promotes their new updates, especially they push them out automatically and they just notify you that they're about to roll out an update. Uh, so the newest one is 14.3. If uh, you know the story, this is something that Apple has been saying since last year, that they're going to roll it out with iOS 14 early in 2021. What does early mean? Well, they don't have a particular date, but we are assuming that somewhere in January, February, yeah. March, that's early. First quarter of 2021 is early. So iOS 14.3 right now is being pushed out to all cell phone devices. And there's something about the wording of it that caught my attention. And it says this, what does it include? iOS 14.3 includes support for Apple Fitness Plus and AirPod, AirPods Max. Who cares about that, right? This is where it gets tricky. This release also adds, it's one sentence, also adds the ability to capture photos in Apple Pro Raw on iPhone 12 Pro, introduces privacy information on the App Store. Ah, wait a second. And includes other features and bug fixes for your iPhone. Some features may not be available for all regions or on Apple on all Apple devices. For information on the security content of Apple software updates, please visit this website. Sneaky how they roll that in. Privacy, um, which they've they've always been about privacy, right? And that's actually I think what they're trying to to go with when they're rolling this out, but it's actually, um, it looks like it's gonna affect, it's gonna change the way the internet um, is really, not just Facebook. This is gonna be, uh, this is gonna affect all kinds of, all kinds of things as we can go over here. Right, so we're gonna go over the slides, but just so you guys know, before you start panicking, there is hope. There's all yes. things that you can do to address this. This has been um, going on. These changes have been going on for quite a while. Facebook uh, was themselves, they themselves got publicly attacked uh, in 2018, privacy scandal, the Cambridge Analytica subject. And because of that, they had to incorporate a lot of changes. Uh, what Apple is doing, uh, I can tell you that Facebook is really mad about because they, they are convinced that it's going to hurt small businesses. My opinion is that it will hurt the businesses that do not get prepared, that don't adjust their strategy, that don't figure out ways to circumvent that. It's not 100% of the traffic that you currently get, but it is estimated that about 30% of your existing traffic will be affected. So it is a significant number, but you gotta figure out what you need to do to get prepared to make this change. So let's go over that, Jorge. All right, so one of the things that it says is that they're going to be restricting the data that's coming back from uh, the website to an app. Um, and Tim Cook, he even tweeted this, uh, when was this, back in December, and he lets you know what the prompt is going to look like. So it, it says, do you want to allow Facebook to track your activity across other companies' apps and websites? Here, in addition to other screens, Facebook can explain why users should allow tracking. So the apps, like Facebook and any other app, they will um, get at least a chance to try to uh, give a little bit of a of an explanation or if you have a maybe a good copywriter that you know like it, it'll make it less scary but the button says ask app not to track so it's just like the way they're they're wording it is a little bit i mean it could be more positive they could just say hey do you want customized 
personalized, you know, content shared uh, to you or something like that. But no, they're making it all about, you know, do you want to be tracked? And so I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how many people are going to opt out of this. I believe this is an absolute disaster, uh, in all honesty. And what Apple is doing is dead wrong. And hopefully they will realize that. I know Facebook has uh, been rolling out ads and they have a really aggressive campaign trying to get them to stop this. Uh, I can see that point uh, as a marketer, not only that, as a person interested in the survival of businesses and small businesses, yeah. it is an absolute disaster. When you think about the fact that small businesses like us here at AGM, we are the ones responsible for 70% of the jobs in the United States. Why would you do something to hurt that? Now, sure, you can look at the data and you can say things like, well, it's the privacy and you should be and you should have the right to uh, to opt out of uh, personalized ads. Well, let me let me tell you what the other side of the equation is. Let me tell you Facebook's viewpoint. And I agree 100 percent. Facebook is going to continue serving ads to you and to all of us, whether you want to or not. This is their platform. Facebook survives with ads. They don't have any other source of revenue. The reason why they are Facebook is because they have been able to position themselves as a massive media uh, organization that has a lot of attention and they sell that attention and they get money and that's how they grow. So they're going to serve ads to you. The question is, are they going to be ads that are going to provide any value to you? Or are you going to get trash ads that you have zero interest at? That's the thing, because they track everything that we're interested in by what websites you visited or how you interacted with other ads or other websites or other apps even. And so they're able to build this algorithm that knows you're interested in, I don't know, technology, gadgets, you know, whatever you're interested in. And I'm interested in uh, barbecue and, and, you know, I don't know, basketball, whatever. Right. But if there's not that but that powerful um, algorithm there, then oh well, you know maybe you and I are going to see ads that are uh, that are unrelated. Maybe I don't know something about uh, maybe like female ads. It's going to turn more into like maybe uh, like, like it's going to be t- crazy, like a TV ad. It's going to be insane. Here's a question: What do you see when you open up your Facebook? What ads do you see right now? I see a lot of marketing, of course, softwares, um, um, you know, things that are related to what I'm interested in right now still. Okay. All right. Have you bought some of these things that get presented to you? Yeah, actually, I bought a coffee from, uh, remember that coffee I showed you? Um, I bought it off of an ad. Actually, it was pretty good coffee. Because Facebook knows that you like coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so they, but, they're able to serve you something that man, you're going to like. as soon as I bought that coffee, I was flooded with more coffee ads, um, which is good because I love coffee and they know that. And, and they know I'm a purchaser. So they show me even more ads from other companies that are trying to get more conversions. Imagine imagine how it's going to ruin the experience for you, uh, for Jorge. If Jorge now goes to Facebook and he starts seeing ads for tea, tea, or, <laughs> ma- tea. or makeup, right? Yeah. Or you start seeing ads for toys. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you, your daughter is going to enjoy it because yeah. <laughs> you're going to get to see more toys. But it's going to be the death of personalization. Right. Like for me, it's very important. I just hired uh, a CPA firm that I needed for my organization because uh, tax strategies and things that are going to help me get more um, benefits from the taxes and the laws, etc. If I don't have personalization, 
uh, allowed on Facebook, then they don't know that I'm a business owner, that I'm interested in the subject of taxes and saving money and growing the company with tax opportunities and things like that. Because they know the data about me, I was able to see ads that are relevant to that. And I had this company that uh, is called Tax Hive, which presented to me some ads and I thought it was great. Uh, the actual uh, person promoting it was uh, Kevin O'Leary, uh, who's a shark himself. And because I get to work with one of the sharks, immediately I'm like, okay. Now, now did you, were you searching websites having to do with taxes or CPAs, or maybe you were having a message conversation because they were able to see that too. Anything that you talk about inside Messenger and they build ads based on that conversation so i don't know if like what was happening right before you got that ad you know it's a it's a, a personalized in my you. case in my case it was almost like voodoo magic <laughs> because it, it was 2021 and i already had my goals for the year and one of my goals is like i need a tax strategist i need somebody to help us save taxes because there's many opportunities and that i don't i did not start a search for um tax consultants or cpas but with the data of me being a business owner, yeah, being a CEO, being a boss, they presented that ad. I so have, it was amazing. I, I've had that voodoo magic happen to me. You're just thinking about something, and then all of a sudden you get an ad. I don't know if you guys have had that. You know, let it. You can comment, but I know that my my wife common. calls that's it pretty common. She calls it destiny, right? <laughs> you go to Amazon and you search for a purse, and um, you look at the purse, and you're like, "That's so beautiful. I just don't have time right now to buy it. I need to go pick up my kids." And then you're waiting for your kids at school. You open up Facebook and for it's some to be. magical reason, the purse shows up on Facebook. Somehow the, the, the wives always say it was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was destiny. I had to buy this purse. It's magical, shoes. man. It's magical, <laughs> right? So, so then your wife buys it and she says, look, I, I, I just had, I, I had to because I kept on seeing this. And I don't know how Facebook knows that I was interested in it, but hey, you know, I kept on seeing it and it'll be go. Well, guys, with this, if somebody try, if somebody clicks on this button right here that says as app not to track, if somebody clicks on that, that is the end of that process. That voodoo magic is gone. It's not going to happen again. I think that's going to be very destructive for the world, especially right now, guys, we're going through a pandemic in which small businesses are shutting down. Uh, I'm not here to rant against Apple. I'm telling you how wrong this is, right? And I'm going to give you guys an action plan. Jorge has some steps that you want to take, but this is destructive. Now, if you guys want to help, uh, I talked about it with my private group. Um, if you guys Google, all right, iOS 14 small business speak out. Uh, you guys want to save those keywords right there, all right? You want to write them down on your notes. Open up a Google window and type in iOS 14 small business speak out. The first link that's going to show up is a link from Facebook that details the effects that this is going to have on small businesses, how it's going to affect them, how it's going to take them maybe two to three times more energy and money to be able to get the same results in some cases and you're going to have the ability to put your own two cents and send a message to apple you're going to be able to submit your information there and i think that if we all get together guys and we actually provide our own feedback on how this is destructive for the economy not helpful and it's idiotic to do something like that you guys will be able to create an impact on that and i think they might turn around and get this done i have seen big corporations over the years 
say they're going to get something done and then back out. If there's enough social pressure, yeah. I have they, seen they, that. They can turn it around. Facebook was one. I don't know if you remember when they did the, uh, uh, they announced that they were going to get rid of uh, the ad set optimization. Yes. And they said, yeah. this is going away. It's all going uh, campaign optimization. Everybody's like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do that. They got rid of that yeah. and, every, and they just, they're not doing it. Yeah. So if they hear enough about us, we should be able to create an impact on them because it is going to have an impact. And, you know, you put this here, we can read what, what Tim says. We believe users should have the choice over the data that is being collected about them and how it's used. All right, fine. You're using their platform, right? It's it's their platform. This is how they survive. You're, what is your exchange, guys? You Remember, Facebook doesn't make money with you. He, they make money with us, the marketers, the business owners. The individual users, we're just an asset that they have. Yeah. They built a platform for us to connect, to engage, to socialize, to, to entertain ourselves, to inspire, to educate ourselves. They built the platform. All we can do is allow them to serve us personalized ads that are going to make me have a better quality of life. I get to have a new CPA. I get to buy things for my wife that that she's going to uh, uh, take advantage of. I get to see things that I'm interested in. I get to learn more about other marketers. If Facebook doesn't know that I'm a marketer, I'm going to stop learning, yeah, think, man. Think about how it was, let's say, what, maybe five, seven years ago or whatever. You're on YouTube and you all of a sudden get an ad and you're like, this doesn't even apply to me. Maybe a little bit because it's based on keywords. But the point is, like, just if if, it, if everything was like the TV where you just get a commercial and it's kind of like just very broad, it's not it's not a good experience. So, um, why you want to keep going here? Yeah. So, uh, Facebook can continue to track users across apps and websites as before. App tracking transparency in iOS 14 will just require that they ask for your permission first. So, so basically, this is going to be whenever you download the app, it's going to prompt that message. All right. right. I don't know. Do you know already if you already have the app downloaded, if it will prompt? It will prompt. Okay. Facebook Facebook's going to have to push that prompt out to existing. To uh, existing users. users. Yeah. Oh, so that's going to cut down 30% just like that. Yeah. If you think about it, if you're not a marketer, <coughs> if you're not a marketer, what are you going to hit? Yeah. You're yeah. going to say... Ask app not to track, and it's and it goes back to what I'm saying. It kind of they're just saying, oh, you, do you want to be tracked as opposed to maybe do you want personalized content? You know, it's just the way you word it. Um, but okay, that's doom and gloom. Should we move on into more doom and gloom? A little bit. You have a question. You know, you know that's it. That's a uh, uh, Christian. Uh, something that I've heard. The question in case. Yeah. So, care. so uh, say the question again one more time. What if tomorrow Apple integrates Facebook and introduces a platform on Apple to run ads? Uh, what if tomorrow Apple integrates with Facebook and introduces an app to uh, serve ads themselves? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Okay. So, so this is something that it's being talked about on the underground which is that Apple has a silent war yeah. against Facebook and Google, both of them. And they're trying to limit it. For example, they're doing things in Safari, which is their browser, which is uh, uh, what they call the, uh, uh, what's the word? Like it's the default one yeah. on iOS, right? It's whenever you are going to search on something on the web, if you're not a marketer, you, you're going to have the default Safari. I myself, I'm a Chrome guy. So yeah, whenever yeah. I get my software updated, I always make uh, Google Chrome my default. 
but in most cases, people stick with Safari. Yeah. So they control that conversation really well. So it, it is a rumor that Apple has a secret plan that is being planned from the top with this guy, Tim Cook, and all these guys that uh, they want to actually compete at some point. Yeah, they probably will, or they could come out with their own search engine, just like Google and compete with them and everybody else. And then they can just serve ads to everybody using that search engine. Or like the uh, question was saying, I mean, maybe they'll control all the ads have to go through me now, and then I'll control all the data and feed it back to, to Facebook or Twitter or whoever, right? Um, that's a possibility, but as of right now, we don't know anything like that confirmed. It's sure. all conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's all up in the air. That's right. So if you guys remember, or you probably, if you're an iOS user, you've seen this kind of prompt where, um, if you open up like Google maps or, or some sort of an app that tracks your location, they've already been prompting you. Do you want to be tracked, uh, through GPS? And then you get the option. Yes, no, never, or just while I'm using the app. So we've we've kind of been already getting conditioned, you know, to to this kind of thing. And um, if you're wondering how many iOS users um, opted out of sharing their location data, some reports are there that it, it says 50 to 80 percent of the people had opted out from this. I myself, I know I, I opted out, but I, I said only track me whenever I'm using the app. But uh, it's a way to say that's what I usually say uh, only while I'm using the app. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so there's that. I mean, I think, I don't think that we'll see the same percentage with this, uh, stop tracking me. I think it's going to be a little bit less, like you're saying 30%, but, uh, but that remains to be seen. Uh, you want to continue? Risk but, but they say that you can keep going. They say that, uh, in general, that, uh, that what, what these, uh, updates are going to be, it's only one section. Uh, that particular point right there is only going to be one section, which is the users opting out. There's, other things that we're going to continue to uh, to be able to do that are still going to be available. We're going to talk about that some more along the way. But uh, they, I don't know if 30% is an accurate number. That's what they're saying right, right. now. Uh, I think that could be higher than that, actually, because if you look at the way that that pop-up shows up, yeah. the first option is That's don't, it. right? And, and as marketers, we know like when you give people an option, the very first one you give them is usually the one that they click the most, or at least that's the data that we have it shows. So you're right. I mean, we might get a lot more people opting out than just say, oh, that's OK. Keep tracking me. Right. Um, so here, uh, here's a little data of like how it actually works behind the scenes. You um, you have something called an IDFA. That's an identifier for advertisers. It's just a, a code that the apps use to send back data to uh, whoever needs it. Um, and it's it's what they call hashed data. It's a hashed uh, number, meaning it's like a like an encrypted or, or type of thing. But it's also unique to every user, um, to every phone. Okay, so it's a uh, it's assigned by Apple, um, and again, it goes based off of every uh, user's device. Okay, and it's used to track and identify a user without revealing personal information. The identifier can be used to track which event is triggered, and then they attribute that to the ad that the person viewed. That's how it works. Can you explain in like, uh, uh, as like Billie Jean says, if I was a fifth grader? Fifth grader. Okay. Basically, it's a little number. It's a secret number that every phone gets, gets assigned. And whenever you get shown an ad, Apple sends back using this nu this number so they don't have to share your name and your email and your personal information they sh they use this number to send it back to facebook 
Mm, got it. Okay. So that's important, you'll, uh, and you'll, I'll explain why in a second. Um, 61% of people in the U.S. have an iOS device compared to 38%. Okay. Uh, this is uh, stats from StatCounter. Wow, I thought it was 50%. So 61% in the U.S. That's right. a lot. That's Domination. A lot. Very different worldwide. I think worldwide it's 20-something, uh, 30%. Yes. It, it, I actually, yeah, you're right, because I had pulled out the stats for global, um, and it was more like 38%. But then I looked just in the U.S., it's more like 61%. So here's the, um, the IDFA, the identifier number, how it works. It's a little illustration here. The way it's always worked is anything that happens inside your phone, they use this uh, IDFA to send back to the ad network. So again, that's just an identifier number. Don't overcomplicate it. But the way it's going to work now is like this over here. So you're going to have this. You're going to have this uh, secret key or secret number, right? But when see, you get... let's, let's see if we zoom, zoom in on that one. A little OK, bit. good. Christian and is going to get closer. So when you get this prompt that says, oh, allow tracking or not, if you opt in, data still is going to flow back to Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok or whoever's doing the advertising. It's a little bit, uh, there we go. It's coming, it's coming. So the only difference is now is all going to be zeroed out. So there's not really going to be that feedback that we've been used to, um, you know, before all of this. So, so there will still be a loop, but the, the tracking is just not going to be the same anymore. Okay. So we're going to become a bunch of zeros. We're going to be a bunch of zeros. We're going to be no ones, right? Like that's it. There's no data, no evidence that we exist at right. all. Right. That's I promise sad. it's going to get better. Okay. But, um, so here's what Facebook is saying in regards to all of these changes. I'm going to step back here a second. Um, one of the changes that is going to be happening is delayed reporting. Okay, so uh, before you, we would serve uh, Manuel an ad. If you click on it, uh, we have um, sometimes in minutes the data that you already that you bought something. Sometimes a couple hours, um, but now it's actually going to take up to you know sometimes three days. Sometimes could be a little bit more before that data comes back to Facebook and then it shows up in your ads manager. So the delayed reporting is one of the major things that's going to change and that could throw everything off because you're trying to make decisions based on what you see there and you're used to seeing you know the data pretty fast but now it's like oh well i have to wait maybe a week before i can make any decisions on this data coming back to me right guys let's pause for station identification uh jorge over here and myself talking about ios changes yeah. for uh that are upcoming already that maybe are rolling out in some areas in the country um, so if you guys want to watch this from the beginning, when we're done, you guys are going to be able to watch that replay. If you're on Facebook, please hit that share button and help us, help us spread the word and reach more people. We want to calm down the panic in the community of marketers, uh, because there's things that you can get do to get, you can do right now to get handled, to get this, uh, be on the offensive here. So we're going to talk about that more in detail over the next 30 minutes or so. So thank you for being here. Leave your comments, engage, share. If you're on YouTube also, put your comments there and questions and we'll we'll get them here. We still got a good solid 32 minutes to be here on the Social Marketing Hour. Guys, okay? thank you very much for being here. Let's get going. Jorge, go for it. Okay, so um, I'm going to try to speed it up also because I got a lot of information to share with you guys. But the next thing that's going to be changing, one of the major things is 
Um, right now, you can go into your ads manager, you know, your dashboard where all the ads are, and you can actually break down the data and you can see, are you getting more female, more male uh, engaging with your ad or converting? Or you can also break down by age ranges. You know, are you, are, are you getting people to actually buy your stuff that are what, 25 to 35, 35 to 45, I think it is? Something like that. It breaks it down by, you know, every 10 years. That's going away. You're not going to be able to break that down any longer because that data is not coming back to Facebook anymore. Uh, so um, we're going to have to be doing basically our own split testing now, whereas right now I can let Facebook just run my ad and then I read the data and it tells me if I'm getting more more guys or more girls to to engage with the with the ad. Well, now you're going to have to run two different ad sets or two different audiences separately and spend money separately. To, to go out there and test to see which one's going to convert or engage more with your ads. That's sad, right? It's going to be a little bit more complicated, which means that we're going to have to be more on top of our marketing game. Exactly. Now we, we got to be more ninja and uh, we're going to go through some of the, uh, for those of you just joining, we are going to go through some of the actionable items you can do to get prepared. Um, like Manuel was saying. So you got to basically be an AGM ninja. You got to be a ninja. That's right? right. If you guys don't know what AGM stands for, it's attention grabbing media. And that's the name of our company. And that's what we do over here. We help people capture attention. If you guys want to find out how do you get closer to me and Jorge on this journey towards becoming a ninja yourself in the subject of marketing, you can go to agmninjalab.com to find out how you can be a part of our community and get next level of training. So you can become a ninja marketer because right now these changes all some up to you having to learn the marketing game more than ever. Right now, it's not gonna be as easy as it used to be, that's all. But if you get the right knowledge, you're gonna be able to stand above the competition. So go and check that out, agmninjalab.com. Go for it. All right, so the next big change that's coming out is um, attribution, which just means uh, Facebook attributing a sale to, to your ads. The way it works right now is if anybody clicks or they even view your ad, they can go back 28 days or, or forward, I guess, or whatever, right? They, they, you have a window of 28 days to know and attribute that sale or the, the conversion or whatever you want to call it, right, to, to any specific ad. Well, that is changing now. We're going to be going uh, moving over to a seven-day attribution window. So that's a big change because um, sometimes people, um, you make a decision based on what you see there in the dashboard. And if you know, you run an ad and then maybe a, a two weeks later something converts and then today it shows up. Hey, I, you know, I got a, a sale attributed, but really the person saw it two weeks ago, but still they, they, they got a sale today. So it gets attributed and you're seeing it. And you're like, OK, I'm going to keep this ad going because it's working. Well, you're going to have very limited data now and you're going to have to just basically have um, you're going to have to make decisions a lot uh, faster. Um, yeah, go ahead. Fifth grader explanation. Fifth, <laughs> fifth grader explanation. All right. So there's an attribution window, which is uh, right now one day view or 28 day click. If somebody views your ad today and goes to, let's say, for example, that I want to promote the agmninjalab.com mm -hmm. and I put an ad in front of you and you see the ad and you say, oh, I'm going to go check that out. You don't click on it, but you still get out of Facebook and you go to Google and you search agmninjalab.com. Facebook will still take the credit because they know you saw that ad, even though you didn't click on anything. Well, you also have the 28 day click. If somebody sees the ad and not only goes to the website, but they click from Facebook into the website, 
they look at a 28 day window. So maybe they go to the agmninjalab.com and they see the entire sales page where they're like, I'm not ready to sign up. $97 is a lot of money. And I don't think they're worth it. And this guy, he, he looks a little bit like a scammer with that beard or whatever. And this guy, his beard, you know, I don't want to trust these guys. But then you see more of our content and you see what we do and the results that we're getting and what we've accomplished and that we're partner, partnering up with Damon John and we build the best bots in the universe and all the things that we're doing. You're like, okay, I get it. These guys are for real. And 27 days later, you're like, I'm doing it. I'm pulling my Amex and I'm going to buy the $97 program. And you give me $97. At that point, Facebook on their dashboard would say, hey, that ad that this guy clicked on 27 days ago, converted and look at your return on investment here. And they change that every single day. For example, uh, Jorge has one of the one of our biggest clients. His name is Dr. Eric Berg. He's an absolute rock star, not literal, a rock star in the subject of the ketogenic diet. Well, we report the return on investment every single week. So for example, the last seven days, he'll put a report together and he'll, he'll be like, hey doc, we spent $250,000 in ads and we brought in $1.1 million in revenue. That is a 4.15 ROI. We invested $1 and we got over $4 back. Now, 10 days later, that number changes. And those $250,000, instead of being $1.2 million or $1.1 million, now show up on the dashboard as $1.6 million. And now our ROI is not four, but you have a five or six ROI. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that window is 28 full days. So you get to see the value of building these relationships. Somebody sees your ad today, they click on it, they engage, they don't buy it. They keep on seeing your content, they engage more, they visit your website, they join your email list, they get your newsletter, they join maybe your messenger channel, you text them, you communicate to them, you go, and 27 days later, they buy something from you. That's normal to have this multi-touch journey, like you were, like you're saying, a messenger, maybe email, maybe Facebook, maybe you know you see something on the uh, you search Google search them and you land on the website. There's all this going on. That's normal consumer behavior. So, but it's going away. So now your window to evaluate the performance of your ads is going to be is going to be um, uh, diminished. And now. If somebody sees your video, like our Ninja Lab, ajmninjalab.com, notice how I'm pitching that nonstop, right? Uh, shameless plug. ajmninjalab.com, you see the ad, you see the video, you like it, you consume some of our content, you go to my Instagram profile, you see a webinar, you go to a seminar, whatever it is. After seven days from that first engagement on that ad, if you decide on the eighth day to buy something, Facebook takes no credit. That's the end of it. Right. Somebody else will. Google will take the credit, uh, especially if you go to Google Analytics. Google is going to look like a superhero here. Why? Because Google is based on that cookie data and they do a lot of the last click attribution model. Right. So it's not they don't look into the customer journey. And guys, this is one of the greatest marketing mistakes of all time. People judge you by a last click or by a cookie. And that doesn't make any sense. And that's going to destroy any marketing potential that you have because you gotta look at the journey. You in the social media world need to connect with people and show them why they should be opening up their credit cards and showing you what their money is so you can service them better. 
That is a journey and it takes contact after contact, touch point after touch point, engagement, and it is a process and you see it. Uh, we were going over the, um, we were having a meeting with one of our clients and we went into the attribution uh, on Facebook yeah. and we were looking at the lifetime value of customers. Yeah. And don't you think that was really interesting? Oh, that was good. 12 it, weeks, right? What did you see on that one? It shows you as customers, uh, as time goes on, right? Let's say they, they buy something on month number one, but as the months go on, six months down the road, it almost doubled, I think it was. It was incredible. Uh, the, 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 the value of that customer doubled in six months because of the way that we've been traditionally doing um, these, these campaigns and we get in front of the customer all the time and not just through the ads, but through like what you're saying, multi-touch, we'll send a text message, we'll send an email, we'll send a messenger uh, broadcast, um, you know, so, so, so we stay in front of the customer multiple times throughout the next six, six months. And then that attribution, not right. the uh, lifetime value, the lifetime value, it goes up. On this example, it was a 24 week window that we looked at and we saw the value on the first week of that customer when they purchased for the first time, the first event conversion was worth $87, for example. And then the, by the end of the second week, it was 89 or 90. By the end of the third week, it was 95. And it kept going up in value. By the end of week 24, that lifetime value of what they call a cohort, which I don't want to give you big words here. Uh, I learned that way, word in Facebook, actually. A cohort is a group of people, a group, let's say, for example, of 1,200 people that purchased on that particular week. That cohort was worth $300 on average a person. So it tells you how maybe a thousand of these people never bought again, but the 200 that did buy increased the value of the entire cohort. And now the entire cohort was worth $300 per person on average. So the lifetime value guys is something that you will be able to see that data. And those are changes that are happening that you gotta get used to because <clears throat> right now you're not gonna be able to prove your performance on Facebook as much as you used to, right? Right, 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 exactly. So. Okay, I know we got a lot to cover still and I'm uh, taking over your slides, but you know me already. So. That's okay, that's all right. We're gonna get through all this. Um, so now we get to, into the good part. What do we do now? So now we move away from pessimism yes. and doom and gloom and death. It's not, and it's not all 100% bad. Okay, um, we're gonna move into, and uh, now we're gonna be the optimist and figure out what we're gonna do now, all that's right? That's right, so we got two adapt adapt and overcome and that's supposed to be my gift <laughs> it's not working <laughs> but that that is such a good film right uh, that was a good one if you guys haven't seen that movie what's the name of over it? the top over the top my god so he, he turns his cap around and it's like you turn on the beast right oh my god that would have been such a good gift for this well right? that's what i was right? trying to do but let's go let's go let's do it that's Jonald's fault all right. right, so it, it is, it's time to adapt, um, like we've been doing with Facebook since we, you know, since Facebook opened up the business manager and the ads manager before that, there's always been changes being introduced. Like you said, they were changing from ABO, which is the ad set. Ad set uh, I just ad realized something. What the heck am I promoting Apple here? I'm gonna put a little sticker on this. <laughs> I'm here blasting Apple and branding the heck out of Apple with the logo over here. How about this? Yes, that's much better. There. There, that should do it better. Okay, go it for it. It doesn't help that we're like actually really big Apple guys. We are Watch. really, we're really big Apple guys. My my entire Apple, my entire company has Apple computers and there you go. There we go. That's better. <laughs> All right. 
Now, this is an HP right here, guys. HP computer. All right. So the first thing that we have been talking about that we're going to do moving forward is we're going to focus a lot on Facebook. Facebook sourced audiences. What does that mean? Um, I don't know if you can help us zoom in here so they can see this clearly, but these are when you when you when you're in the business manager, you can create audiences depending on how they've interacted with your business. So there's something called the Facebook sources here. So these are people that like uh, that have watched your video that have interacted with a Facebook lead form, uh, something called instant experience, which is like a landing page, a website inside Facebook, Facebook shops, uh, of course, Instagram, Instagram shops, all of those things is what we need to be focusing on moving forward. Um, so what is Instagram engage, Instagram engage, they Instagram message your TV page, videos, right? People engage with the Facebook page. They message the page, engage with the page. This is good. I haven't seen this one uh, being used that much, That's but right. Facebook listings, right? Those are like the marketplace. Yeah. If you I, if I you list mess that, around with that either. If you list products on the marketplace and and you can put your ads there, um, there's an audience that you can create of that. Yeah. Which is great. What well, one of the things is the the shopping. Like I was saying, uh, we haven't tested that out so so much ourselves because um it's been a little bit of a challenge if you have any kind of health supplements to sell inside these facebook shops or the instagram shops but um i did notice that you are able to create an audience where you weren't before so i think that moving forward facebook is going to roll uh into having everything inside um facebook and 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 something that they can control and not have people leave their app because if anything happens inside the app we're able to track it we're able to create an audience out of those people and you can retarget them. And um, so I think moving forward, I think uh, that's what Facebook's going to be doing. It's just keeping everything in-house as much as they can. You agree with that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So you got to just be prepared for that. I have been pushing this particular subject for a long time, having your own audiences. I think right now more than ever, it is important that you actually start getting content out there. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, if you don't obsess over building your own list, um, having a messenger list, having a text message list, having an email list that now you control that audience, you're always still going to be a liability as a marketer and as a business owner. So you got to focus on these actions that I teach the subject of list building endlessly. Jorge does. This is something that we're really big at. You want to control your own list. You want to really have a business that stands through any changes along the way. You wanna make sure that you can continue having this business that you can eventually pass it on to your children. You wanna make sure that you have your own list. Without it, you cannot make it in this environment. Yes, 100%. Uh, there we go. So this is just what we were saying. You wanna create your own audiences, people that have watched your videos, anybody that engaged with the page, anybody that um, clicked on any of your Facebook or Instagram shops, message the page, um, instant experience is something that we don't talk about enough, but that's basically a, f a way for you to create a landing page and it's instantly loading no matter how many images or videos or how much copy you add on there. And so now uh, that that speed there, first of all, it, it helps you uh, increase your conversion because people don't have to wait. In it. I mean, it's very annoying when you have to wait for a website to load. So. So that's been helping a lot. And then, of course, um, if you are into lead generation, uh, we I know Manuel has talked about this a lot before, but there's a lead form inside Facebook uh, that you can create. And they actually pull 
your name, your cell phone number that you have registered with Facebook and your email that you have registered with Facebook there. And they load that information into your lead form. So moving forward, you want to use the you use as much of the Facebook sources as you can. Fifth grader explanation. Here we go again. <laughs> all right, I'm going to keep on stealing that no, one. That's OK. All right. So instant experience, guys. All right. This one right here. Um, you, I don't, yeah, you can see it there. Yeah. That instant experience is a micro website. It's a very, very fast loading, actually no loading instant. Yeah. The word instant here is being used very intentional to communicate no waiting. If you guys, uh, uh look at your analytics, if you know Google analytics, or if you know how to use these platforms, you know, that when somebody clicks on a website, there's a very high percentage of these people that never even get to the website. That's why Facebook along the way rolled out something that is not a click, but a landing page view because they realized that people were getting upset about as marketers. Hey, I'm getting all these clicks, but nobody's really landing on the website. Why? Because they're not letting the website load. Yeah. Six second attention spans. If you do not do a good enough job on social media to capture their attention, people don't. There's an, I have that intentional there because I hate Apple. Now <laughs> we're going after Apple right now. Ali uh, was moving it, but it's okay. You can leave it there. Everybody knows an Apple device. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to deal with it. They're too, they're, they're, you can say right now that they're uh, too big to fail at this point, right? They got more cash than the United States of America, right? $200 billion in cash. And their market cap is in the trillions. So you don't want to have them as an enemy necessarily, but hopefully they pay attention and listen to what everybody's saying. Anyways, the point is going back to the subject here that instant experiences are an option that you have inside Facebook in which you can actually create your own micro site. And if, let's say that you have a Shopify channel, a WooCommerce, a BigCommerce, a Magento, an OpenCart, you can connect what they call the catalog on the Facebook business manager. Uh, if you guys don't know any of this stuff, you got two choices, all right? Choice number one, Google it. Google is your friend. You search yeah. uh, catalog ads, how to connect them, and you'll find articles. Or the best choice, which is joining our group. Uh, you go to agmninjalab.com and we give you access to all of it. All right, so here's a little uh, side note. If you guys are here on Facebook, I got a bunch of you guys on Facebook and I got some of you guys on YouTube. Thank you for being here. Please help me spread the word. This is a very important thing that everybody needs to know about because they need to get ready. Otherwise, I'm telling you, the economy is going to get even more hit if we don't fix these things for all small businesses. So help me hit that share button, comment, engage, and let me know if you're enjoying this or if you have any other questions about this subject that we can tackle over the next 30 minutes or so. All right, so instant experiences is something that you can set up really easily inside the Facebook Business Manager, and it looks beautiful, it's very engaging, it loads instantly, and if you sync it up with your existing commerce, your, your actual cart, it will be able to actually get people straight into the checkout page just like that and have people convert. And now you're going to be able to have a better experience and also retarget people that consume that instant experience because the data is being hosted on Facebook. You hit it on the, the nail on the head. That's the thing is, remember, if you opted out for this tracking, if you leave Facebook and then you send people to a Shopify store or WordPress or wherever you're sending them to, it's possible that you're not going to get that data back. So this is why it's important to keep people on or in Facebook uh, um, sources. Yeah, and just so you guys know, we did not mention this, but the reason why Facebook is complying with this and they explained that on the articles that they put out is because if they don't comply with it, if they don't make that pop up automatic, 
they will get banned from the app store, right. which means that they're being bullied into it. They don't got a choice. Otherwise, they're going to completely stop their growth. No more people are going to be able to install the Facebook app. So that's why they have to comply with it. That's right. So we're going to move on to the next thing, which is um, one of the changes they're introducing is that you're only going to be able to track eight events for each website that you have. So let's say we uh, take agmagency.com. You can have a another what, what's called a subdomain. Like let's say we do, I don't know, um, live.agmagency.com. That's going to all fall under the same eight events that are going to be um, uh, given to each domain. So what do I mean by events? Let's take the example of, a, of an e-commerce store. There's um, thing, an event is something that Facebook is tracking using the, the Facebook pixel code that you install on the website, right? So let's say something like page view. You want to see somebody view that the page, they, look, you know, they let the page load and they, they landed on it. Or did they uh, maybe click on search and they're searching for your products inside your website? Um, if they landed on your product page, we can get data that they actually viewed that content, they added to cart, they initiated checkout, or added payment information or purchase. All these different steps in the funnel are different events that we've been able to track and more. We, we, we can actually, we, we were able to make uh, custom events and do as much as we want, right? But now moving forward, you're only going to get eight. So this is what we suggest that you do if you have an e-commerce store. These are the events that you want to track. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, wait a second. I count seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And, and, one, then, and then I left here number events. eight. Yeah, you have a number eight. You can add in these custom events, meaning like you can create your own. Let's say you want to you want to make an event of people visiting these three different pages inside your website. We could track things like that. So there is a place inside the Facebook business manager in which you have the ability to select which events you want to track. Yes. Is that correct? Right. All right. So page view just means exactly that. Somebody just landed on your website. Search means that they that somebody's searching for something on your site. If they search for it on a search bar, you can track that event. Mm -hmm. View content, it generally means that somebody um, actually visited an actual listing of your website. They're seeing product information that that uh, is describing a particular product. That's the next level on that journey, right? Because page view, they just landed on naturalslim.com, for example, us.naturalslim.com, which is my e-commerce brand. Uh, view content is they saw one product, for example, the magnesium powder. That's view content. Search is more like they did um, magnesium powder and they search for it. I, I can also get that event sent back to me. Add to cart means exactly that. Right. Add to cart. But here's one of the things that it's going to be a major change moving forward. Right now, we can actually view all of this data inside the ads manager. So I can see every audience or every ad that we have out there. And we can see that ad brought in so many page views, so many add to cart, so many purchases or whatever. But moving forward, you're going to have to choose one event. And that's all the data you'll get back. All right. So let's say we're going to optimize for purchases. We want people to purchase our items inside our Shopify store, which I would say 99% of the time, that's what we choose, right? We're only going to get data back if they purchase. We're not going to actually be able to see, am I getting add to carts, which is one of the pieces of information that we use to be able to know, are we on the right track? Okay, I'm getting people to add to cart, but they don't purchase. Maybe I need to test a different shipping price or 
things like that, that we would use this data to, to make decisions and optimize with. Okay, little pause here uh, for the people that are on Facebook. I have a lot of comments over here. Uh, Imelda, just so, just so you know, she's saying, she's asking all this information, right? It's, it's overwhelming. Exactly, what can we do? Exactly what we can do and how we can do it. I'm lost, Manuel, all right? So quick recap right here. Yeah. The changes are happening already and are being rolled out any day now, if not already being rolled out, all right? How do you prepare? You gotta focus on building your own audiences. Number one, and number two, you gotta generate leads for yourself. So bringing people into ManyChat, for example, is still gonna be really valuable because on ManyChat, you can extract phone numbers and emails. If you're feeling lost, it means that you don't have enough training because some of the things that we're talking about do require training. There are learning curves in this world and they are unavoidable. You have to be able to learn and get yourself to the next level one day at a time, one training at a time. If you need more help, make sure that you are signed up to the agmninjalab.com in which we're gonna teach you and take you by the hand to make sure that you become trained and can execute on all these changes. Something that I will do is that I'm gonna have this genius right here, this dude right here, which by the way, uh, shameless plug, follow him on TikTok, Coach Jorge One. Uh, he's giving e-commerce advice and tips there all the time. But I'm gonna have Jorge create a little video once he's ready to, um, to do all of this and select which events he's going to keep. You need to record your screen and show them how you're keeping these events yeah. and just talk about that uh, in a couple of minutes, all right? So I'm gonna have him post this across our channels, including uh, our Facebook groups and our Facebook pages all over the place, all right? So you guys can know exactly what to do actionable because we're not going to go over that right now all right so just keep that in mind the main message over here guys is that you're going to have to get yourself trained more than ever right now all right it's not going to be one single thing but you have to increase your own necessity to become an expert marketer right now there are many opportunities but only for the ones that get themselves education to increase their own ability as a marketer uh, so we talked about getting the, uh, the, the content routine going because you need to start building your audiences. You're not going to be able to build uh, audiences of 30% or more of people that are gonna be opting out of tracking of data on Facebook. Because of that, generating video watchers, engage people, people that message your page, people that engage with your ads, generating people on Facebook that are engaging with you and on Instagram is going to be extremely valuable for your business instead of having to depend on retargeting based on what's happening on your website because that's going to be completely affected to a certain, uh, to a pretty big number overall. Yeah. So just those are the basics of what we've been covering here overall. There's a lot more that you guys need to understand, but just keep that in mind that it's about one step at a time, getting all these things ready so you can be ready yourself and not suffer too much in this environment. It's not the end of all things, guys. It's not gonna change everything. It's going to affect your marketing, a percentage that, you know, when they, some people will say 30, 40%, it is a big amount. It's gonna take you a little bit more time to do that. And just something that I mentioned earlier, I know people on Facebook and YouTube, they jump in and out. If you guys want to help spread the word about your disagreement with Apple in regards to making this change and how is it going to affect your Facebook advertising and your results as a small business, open up a Google tab and search iOS 14 small business speak up. 
search for that exact phrase and you're going to find a link and go ahead and submit your message there. Read the article, submit your message right there in that website. So you guys can also let Apple know how you disagree. It's going to affect you guys in general with your small business. All right. So go ahead and hurry. Okay. So I know we usually try to stick to a certain time limit here. So I'm going to keep going. All right, guys. And you, you can bring up the questions. Um, if you have a Shopify store, what you want to install is this app right here, Trackify. Trackify X is a it's an app that'll um, basically do all these events, um, set them up for you with all the different uh, custom coding and all this. It's super easy. All you do is install the app. You do one one uh, you know you put your pixel code in there and it does the rest. It even builds out your catalog for you. Um, it's twenty nine ninety five a month, but it's super worth it. Okay. Um, one of the things that's going to be limited is this thing called dynamic ads. Um, right now, when you visit a Shopify store, if you viewed a, uh, let's say you checked out my product, um, magnesium powder, let's say, and then um, you didn't buy anything, I can, right now, I can segment people, uh, let's say that you did that in the last three days. Okay, I'm going to show you this specific ad. If it's been 10 days, I'm going to show you a different ad. If you added to cart but didn't purchase, uh, or maybe you viewed two different items, all these different things, I could dynamically, meaning I could like I on the fly would change depending on which product you viewed by just making one ad on Facebook. So so Facebook knows Manuel saw magnesium powder, Jorge saw uh, the the vitamins, and they'll show us different ads based on uh, on what we viewed. But I only made one ad inside inside Facebook. That's actually changing because of this whole tracking issue. So, um, so, so Amy's, Amy says, so only have eight events is, is only going to be relevant for the people who do grant permission for tracking, right? Those who opt out will not even show up in this data at all, correct? Yes, Amy, that is correct. Even if you decide to keep the tracking, which I hope that all of you guys do, because otherwise it's going to ruin your personalized ads experience, you will only be able to send uh, events back to Facebook from eight events. That's all. So you will still, regardless, are going to have to have those eight events selected. That's 99% true, but there's this one little thing that Trackify actually lets you track, which is called a server-side uh, tracking, meaning, just to simplify it, is basically they, they still will be able to report back to Facebook um, using their their servers and not the pixel code. It's a little bit complicated, but the point is these guys do it automatically. So there's going to be some data that's feeding back. It will be delayed, but it will feed back to Facebook. But for the most part, if somebody opts out, yeah, we're going to lose tracking on, on that. So Trackify, it's exclusively for Shopify, but it is something that we highly recommend. It's an app inside the App Store on Shopify. If you guys want to get that set up, they do help you make sure that the pixels are properly set up. And they are the experts on that field. And if you have a WordPress site, you could just Google how to do this. Like when I was saying, Google is your best friend. Just Google server side Google Tag Manager and you'll figure it out. Um, okay, I think this is the last part here. We're uh, moving on. We're going to, the last thing you want to do is verify your domain. So Facebook Inside Business Manager, when you go into your settings, there's a section called Brand Safety. And inside there, um, your domains that you add will show up. So like, let's say this uh, manualspotistraining.com, it's one of our um, other domains that we use. This is already verified. You can see it has a green check mark there. And all you have to do... No, they can probably not see it, right? But 
it has a green check mark here that you cannot see. Yeah. If you guys are on the podcast, I promise you there's a green check mark there. Yeah. It's a little bit too small. Uh, but just so you guys know, that's how you verify it. You go for the process there and you follow the instructions. Yes. So the instructions is you're going to get a little uh, piece of code that you have to install on your website. Um, if you have a Shopify store, if you have a WordPress, I'm going to show you really quick how to handle this. It's very easy. Just going to copy that code. And if you have a WordPress site, you need to download a plugin. I don't know if you can zoom into this so you can see it clearer. But the plugin is called Head, Footer, and Post Injections. Well, here we go to fifth grader marketing um, um, recommendations. All right. Uh, what Jorge is talking about is because he's really next level ninja. For those of you guys that don't have a clue about how to get this done, this is what I would do if I were you. All right. I would actually go to um, Fiverr. Yeah. And I would hire somebody. I probably going to mention that. Yeah. He probably had it on his slides. And I will probably find somebody yeah. that I can pay 20 bucks or five, 10, five dollars and give them access to the business manager and to the website. Yeah. Right. And then they will get this verified for you. So yeah. you guys can have that check that will allow you to get better data sent back to Facebook from what's happening over there. Well, you're actually going to have it's required now that you, 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 you need to verify your domain if you want these eight events. So you need to do this if you're going to advertise at all on Facebook. So, oh, okay, so if you need to do it, all right, I need you guys all to understand that, all right? What Jorge just said right here, Chief Marketing Officer of AGM, responsible for some big accounts here, big responsibilities, he's saying that you need to do it. If your website is not verified, you will not even be able to send these eight events back to you, to, to uh, Facebook. So because this is a need to get done and not a should get done, you guys need to put this in the top of your bullet points that you had from today's uh, either podcast, Facebook Live, or YouTube, and get this done, all right? So how do you get there again? You settings. go to business.facebook.com. You go to business settings. There's a section on the left-hand corner called brand safety. You go to domains, and you're gonna see your domains there. If you don't see it there, you're gonna click on add. It says add right here. If you click on add, you're gonna enter your domain, and then the next step is going to ask you to verify it. And there are three possible ways of verifying this domain. Uh, there's terms over here that if I start talking to them about you guys, you, uh, about, about these terms, you're gonna fall asleep here and I don't want that to happen. But there's three possible ways of getting this verified. If you have a web developer guy, if you have somebody that knows about getting these things done, then just tell him that you need to get this done, show him where it's at and just get it done. Because if you don't get this action step done, then it's all for nothing, guys. You're not going to be able to continue the conversation at all because it's going to be a requirement to have your website verified and have that green check mark that allows you to continue to get these events back to the Facebook Business Manager. They're trying to get things more organized on Facebook, guys, and on Apple and all these places. It's all like all these changes. Even though we might not agree with them long term, they might be beneficial for a lot of us. All right. So let's just go with the process because we don't got a choice. We can grab picket fences and, and do protests or we can just try to get on board and just make adapt. any changes that we have and adapt. Right. So, yeah, just over here, you, you go to verify and uh, and then just follow one of these steps right there. We're not going to break that down right now, right yeah. here, because it's a little bit technical. But if you have no clue and if you're feeling completely lost as to what to do, you're, it's simple enough for you to go to business.facebook.com. Go to business settings. 
go to brand safety and then start uh, add your website there and then just give somebody else access to help you get the other steps done and get that check mark done and they're going to charge you anywhere from five to twenty dollars depending on where you're at and it's extremely simple or Jorge, what is this install now thing here? So this is what's called a plugin. It's kind of similar to an app that you can install inside your website and it's free. It's called head, footer, and post injection. So it basically allows you to put that code that Facebook uh, on the previous slide was saying that you install inside what's called the head section of your website. This thing does it for you. Is that so Shopify? This is for WordPress. WordPress. Yes. Okay. For Shopify, um, I, I believe I actually forgot to put it in here in the slides, but I, I went to Fiverr and I just typed in Shopify help uh, with code or something like this. And the first guy came up, he had over like 700 reviews, $5, he'll do a simple fix on a code or a bug, he says. So it's $5 and he'll install it for you. It's very easy. $5, uh, the cost of a Frappuccino with uh, cinnamon powder and Dolce and whatever. Okay, uh, another thing you guys wanna do is split test your placements, meaning uh, there's a there's a section inside um, the ad set level, which is where you're choosing your audience inside the ads manager. And you're going to be able to, to select, I want to show my ads only to Android or I want to show them only to iOS. And the reason you want to do this is because um, before Facebook would just kind of optimize, show it to everybody and they would they would decide who to show it to. Um, that they think is going to get you more um, more conversions or more results, more purchases, right? But now you have to do that manually, like the same thing that we were talking about. You have to manually test, is it going to be women or is it going to be males that are going to be more uh, uh, relevant to your brand? You have to do all of this manually. So this is one of the ways to do that. Androids and iOS, you can do that inside the um, ad set level. It is a little bit technical. Huh? Now we're going next level, Ninja. Uh, so how many slides you got left? That's it. That's it. That's the last one. I think that's the last All right. one. Yeah. So you want to just recap that as a fifth grader because uh, yeah. let, me, let me tell you, right? Offline conversion, offline conversion. All right. So this is data that you're putting on Facebook from your offline activity. People that are buying uh, on your brick and mortar store or they're calling over the phone and placing an order or hey, even buying on Amazon is technically offline because right. they're, they're, they're on Amazon, right? So what so, can you so, talk about this? So so inside your business manager, again, uh, there's a section that is inside where your pixel is and you you can select this little green, you know, box over here and it allows you to connect your offline information to send activity that occurs in stores or anywhere that is not on the web. So that could be like for in Natural Slim's example, we have a lot of people that call over the phone and they make a sale, but they saw one of our ads. Um, if I take that from our CRM or if I just make a spreadsheet out of everybody that we've we've closed out, you know, through the phone or anything like that, and then I upload that back to Facebook, they will possibly, depending on the information is accurate or not, if, if they can match that person, they will then attribute that to one of your ads. Do you think that even if they opt out of tracking that they will? Yes, because that's not going to rely on your pixel anymore. That relies. This is why it's very important that you want to keep feeding as much information to Facebook as you can. That happens offline. Download all your Shopify customer data. If you make sales over the phone or if you have foot traffic, all of that data, feed it back to them 
and they will match some of that data and match it to your ads. And at least you know that it's working. What Jorge just said might be a ninja tip uh, and something for you guys to take a look at. It might be a way to have a sort of a loophole in this because uh, even though it's an offline conversion, that it's not really offline, it's online because it's happening on the internet and on your Shopify site or your e-commerce, wherever the case may be. If you put it back on Facebook, Facebook might be able to show you guys uh, that that person is actually a purchaser. So that's something that we still remain to be, it still remains uh, for us to discover if that's an actual fact, but that might be something that I think might be workable, uh, like a, as a workaround uh, for, for you guys to consider. If you guys don't know anything about that, again, either join the ajmninjalab.com or Google um, how to set up offline conversions on Facebook. Yeah. And that's going to lead you to a couple of articles on setting it up on your site. All right. Very good, guys. Yeah. So, if, if, if you guys have any questions in here, let us know. I know we kind of already went to our limit, but um, I'll also be jumping in and, and uh, replying to some of these comments to help you guys out. Absolutely. So we got uh, some people on Facebook and YouTube, guys. Uh, it's been a little bit over the hour now. I want to thank you guys for being here on the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please, on podcast, if you guys can help us write a review on the podcast and subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. If you guys are here on Facebook and YouTube and you haven't subscribed to my podcast, just go to the Apple Store and or go to the Google Play Store and search for Facebook Marketing Ninja and you will find our podcast there so you can subscribe and also be able to consume the content while you're driving, doing exercise or doing other activities. That will be great for you uh, as you become a more of an expert marketer. We're taking our content game to the next level. On the 21st of uh, January, it's uh, next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have Ezra Firestone on the Social Marketing Hour. If you guys want to mark your calendar, that's going to be next Thursday, a week from today at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to be talking with the legendary Ezra Firestone talking about e-commerce strategies for 2021, opportunities and tools to use for you to be able to scale and grow your business in 2021. That's going to be a great conversation. We're going to have him here on the show for the first time. And uh, hopefully you guys can join us if you're on e-commerce or if you want to get on e-commerce and take your game to the next level. Mark your calendar. And Don't one, miss it. One little uh, final plug. Uh, send me a message, guys. I already told you guys to follow Jorge on TikTok. All right, this guy is a better TikToker than than me for sure. I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I suck at it. He's really good at it. So follow Jorge on, on TikTok, Coach Jorge One. For some reason, there's another dude, Coach Jorge, that doesn't deserve the the name. That doesn't even post. He doesn't even post anything. But hey, that's the name of the game, Coach Jorge One. Check him out on TikTok. He's doing great content there. In my case, if you guys want to send a message directly to me, you have a question, you want to engage with me somehow, anything that you want to send my way, just go ahead and send me a text message at 813-212-2196. And let's connect. Let's help you guys take the bull by, by its horn in this 2021 and beyond. All right. Thank you for being here, guys. Uh, we enjoy the talk with you guys very much. We're really passionate about what we do. And we're here to service you guys and provide as much value as we can during this very difficult time and in this ever-changing marketing landscape. I will see you guys on the next Social Marketing Hour.
Hey guys, it's Jimmy again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Facebook Marketing Ninja Podcast. If you want to learn more advanced ninja tactics to grow your business and master social media marketing, then sign up for the Manuel Suarez Coaching Program by heading over to our website, www.agmninjalab.com. That's www.agmninjalab.com. 